Welcome to the Olympia Boxing Podcast. We discuss the benefits of boxing in schools and communities, using boxing to make a difference to many lives, and the latest boxing action with some great guests. With your host, award-winning coach, Wayne Smith. Welcome. Welcome back to another episode of the Olympia Boxing Podcast. Hope you've all had a great week since we last spoke last week. Hope you had a chance to listen back and listen to Coach Ant's interview. It was a really good one. Um, good to see that he's still moving forward. So then, guys, so this week we're going to catch up with Coach Joe. Um, Joe uh, delivers quite a lot of our programs now, and he's, he's very heavy in our virtual programs, delivering a lot, and he's sought after Coach. We get a lot of inquiries from our partners asking for Coach Joe if, he, if he's available to deliver the session because they enjoy his coaching, which is fantastic. So we'll move on to that very soon. But so what have we got going on lately in the Olympia Boxing? So at the moment, we've got eight community sessions running, which is um, from Boxing Youth. We've got our Boxing Youth sessions. We've got them three times a week at the moment. We've got our Community Box Fitness Program, which is targeting the adults mainly, but obviously everyone's at home. So if all the family want to join in and have a bit of fun and um, do a fitness session together, whilst enjoying it and having a great laugh then then more everyone's welcome everyone's welcome we're not we're not stopping anyone we want more the merrier and then obviously we've got our boxing for dementia and our boxing for parkinson's programs which are really successful this week actually is a very unfortunate it's the last session of boxing for dementia the f- current funding program comes to an end this wednesday um, but we are on the hunt for some new funding so we can bring this program back and because we, we're speaking with a lot of people we've got good engagement in the program and we're also chatting with a lot of the care homes around kent and uh, being able to offer them a remote virtual program that they can they can stream straight into the care homes and and help all of their residents get active and and, and have the enjoyment of sport and keeping fit at the same time we're, we're super excited. Like our school programs have really taken off. We've got over 20 programs now with schools. Um, we're delivering our pre-recorded and our live sessions in, the, in schools now, um, which is great because in the first lockdown, everyone was in the unknown, wasn't they? But they and they didn't really understand like where we were going and stuff. But, but now we've, we've all kind of got quite used to these lockdowns a little bit. I know as frustrating as they are, but, but we all know what we're not in the unknown now. We all know how to handle it. So everyone's better placed. And the schools now, we're able to help these schools because we, we know that the, under, the schools are very overwhelmed at the moment with trying to... Trying to teach remotely with their live sessions and cover absolutely everything that they have to cover so we're, we're very um we're there to help lighten the load and and still be able to deliver students activity because we know how important it is um these students they can't be just sat in front of a computer all day because they're not gonna, they're not taking anything in so it's really important that they stay active and that's what our programs are doing. We're getting great feedback, like the, like the numbers are unreal. Like some of our virtual programs, there's like a thousand students accessing the session a week. Now if we're face to face, for instance, uh, we might have 16 participants come into the after school club, but now because it's remote, you've got like in some, one of our schools, a thousand students have 
accessed one of our uh, one of our sessions and have participated in the session. So what do you think is going to happen when we go back face to face? We're going to have a big club, aren't we? Yeah, we might be running multiple times during the week to for the for the for the demand of it, which is what a, a great benefit of these virtual sessions have been that it's opened up it's given the opportunity to students that that wouldn't generally be doing um wouldn't generally take up boxing fitness or have a go at it because they'd think oh no that's out of my comfort zone but because they're doing it in the comforts of their own home and no one's watching them they thought well i'll have a go at this and they've had a go at it and they're enjoying it and and now we've got new members coming and some of these people are coming to join the community sessions which is fantastic so yeah, we, we, lots going on. It's really exciting. So if if anyone's out there, like teachers listening to our podcast, or or just people wanting to get involved in the community sessions, because they're virtual, they're open to anyone. It, there's no restriction on on where um, on where you live, like to join in. All you've got to do is email info at olympiaboxing.co.uk and quote tell us what session it is you're looking to join, and our team will send it out to you. And it's nice and there. Now, this past Saturday, I was very. I was very um, lucky. I was invited onto the BBC Radio Kent on Saturday morning as Hero of the Week, as they said. It sounds really good, but it was just—it was basically just their way of supporting us in and getting out to the community to let them know, so we could just reach a bigger audience to let them know what we've got on offer because it's all free. So we're trying to help as many people as possible. Um, the more people in the community we can help through this time, the better. And then it's uh, yeah, just in. Just gets our reach out there. That's what it's all about. Same as this podcast. Like that's what we say at the end. Please rate and review this. Share it on your social media um, profiles because this will just enable us to get out to a bigger audience and we can help more people. Uh, currently, at the moment, we're talking about our fit and fed programs. How we can adapt them and take them virtual. We're looking to we're looking to run virtual activity and then food collection slots from specific areas within the communities like community hubs so we can still deliver our fit and fed programs that we've been doing for the last five years during every school holiday so we can provide activity and free school meals for those that are in need so let's look at the boxing news this week what's going on still not a lot going on obviously but we're getting close i think two weeks time we see the first show kick off february the 13th josh warrington back on sky but the news last week was that there's canelo v saunders has been talked talked about that is it's nearly over the line for may i really hope so it's a belt that i really want to see i think saunders if he's really on his a game full camp and and literally peaks at the top. He's going to pro- he'll provide a real stern test, and um, and quite a lot of problems for for Canelo. Just like Amir Khan did, didn't he? Amir Khan was causing Canelo lots of problems, but then he got caught, and this is the problem that happens. That everyone seem Canelo seeming to find a way with everyone, isn't he? He's a true legend. Why he's a pound for pound number one, that's for sure. Um, but Saunders is a, is a legitimate contender to face Canelo, so I'm hoping that one goes over the, gets over the line. The WBA, what a mess that they are in. Uh, what a mess the WBA are in. Look at last weekend, Manuel Cho, who's not defend, he's the WBA regular heavyweight champion. Not, the, not, not defended it in three years, yet it hasn't been stripped. When you think, when, uh, I think it was the WBA, wasn't it a stripped Tyson Fury a week after them winning it because he he didn't wasn't going to fulfil his mandatory, 
Um, it's ridiculous. Like they just keep creating more and more belts just to create um, sanctioning fees, which is, this is the right time. Like they couldn't get that belt on this weekend because Manuel Char couldn't get the right visas in to, to fight Brian Jennings, or uh, Trevor Bryan, sorry. Um, in America, like that was a heavyweight championship contest. Just, just get rid of it. Like we know who the heavyweight champions are. Just stick with them, and then we can hopefully find a true contender. Get rid of all these silly diamond belts, and that's WBC, but, but interims and regular titles—they're a mess, aren't they? Uh, WBO—they've—they've uh, they've done good. They've now granted um, AJ the permission to go forward and face Fury without having to re deal with the mandatory with Uzik, so it now looks like we might have Uzik v Joe Joyce, which is looking like, I think that's a great heavyweight bout. In the amateurs, it was over five rounds in the WSB. Uzik stood Joyce on his head, but there's a lot, a lot's changed since then. I still would fancy Uzik, but I'd be back in Joyce as the Brit, hopefully to go and pick up the win. And then last one, Williams v Andre. Leon Williams v Dennis Andre. Still no update. Um, they keep talking about that they're gonna box, but for the world title, but nothing's happening. I'd like to see, um, no update on that, but I'd like to see Leon Williams v Eubank Jr. There's a lot of talk on that and, and genuine grudge match, I think. Eubank Jr. says he's, that Williams isn't on his level. Now, there's only one way for him to prove that, and that's to box him, because I actually think that Leon Williams will, will turn Eubank over. Um, I think it, it'd be too, too, it'd be a great bout. I think it's a fantastic bout. They'll both meet in the middle and they'll have a good, Good old scrap, but I think Williams would beat you, Bank Junior. So it'd be interesting to see that. So there we go. There's our roundup and of what's going on and everything. So let's get our guest on. Let's speak to Coach Joe and see how he's been getting on. So grab yourself a cup of tea, guys. Kick back and let's have a listen. Hey, Joe. How you doing, buddy? Good, thanks, Wayne. You all right? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. Another week of lockdown, but we're we're smashing through it, aren't we? Doing our best. Yeah, sure. Yeah, still working with community schools, doing our bit. So yeah, see, good. you've been out doing food parcel deliveries as well, haven't you? We've got on yeah, 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 doing that as well, haven't we, mate? Yeah, we're doing that today. That? Been alright to be fair. It's a bit of an eye opener though sometimes because like some of the areas you're delivering to, you wouldn't expect them needing food parcels. But like you said, it's just the times we're in, everyone's struggling. So I'm just glad we're doing our bit for the community, helping deliver the food parcels to those who need them. Yeah, yeah. How have the people been reacting that you're dropping the food off to? Oh, well, I really grateful. Like it's just, you know, what I mean, it's like it's, it's a hard time, and they just think they're just it's just they're happy that people are there to help, and there's options for them when they need help. Cause a lot of them like for their kids and stuff like that. Yeah, struggling yeah. to afford a lot of food for them. So it's obviously they're like really grateful for the food they're getting given. Oh, fantastic! That's good. Have you been coming up with, um, with old elderly couples and stuff like that as well? Um, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, the more vulnerable people, the community can't even, we're mm. too scared or like vulnerable, like I said, to even go to the shop. So, yeah, yeah you're obviously delivering to a lot of elderly people, people obviously with health issues. And like I said, people just don't drive or too far away or can't afford to feed their children. So, you're delivering, it's a lot of different people, age yeah. ranges, you know what I mean, yeah. where they are, it's just it's mad, really. Yeah, no, what strange times we're in, eh? Mm. What strange times we're in. So I thought I'd get you back on the pod podcast, mate, because it's been a year. Though. I've been, uh, this month, I've been I've been catching up with all our coaches and just having a general chat, see how you all are, and um, and just see what it's been like since the last time we had you on the podcast. So, like, it was like a, last year, obviously, we came out because you were in the mentoring program, even though um, 
you were a slightly different, like being a former international boxer and stuff, you, you were fairly uh, quick to get out and coaching. But we came out of that mentoring programme, you were coaching, it was face-to-face, and then we all changed, didn't it? So how's the last year been for you? Um, I really enjoyed it all. Like, like you said, from starting the mentor programme, going from being a boxer to a coach, um, obviously it's a, it's a lot different than what I expected, like being a boxer and then coming to being a coach after mm. that. But yeah, doing all like the face-to-face sessions, going around schools, communities, teaching boxing, like really like fun, rewarding, amount of people you meet, different areas you go to. I've enjoyed it a lot. But like you said, you've had to adapt to it, haven't we? Um, during the lockdowns, doing the virtual sessions, um, nothing we've ever done before, but seems to be really worth it as numbers were getting session ones are going up. So seems to be doing the mm. right thing. <laughs> seems to be yeah, doing a good no, job of them. Right. So we, we can only do what the best that we can, isn't it? Like there's a yeah. A lot of things are just closing down, whereas we've got we've got to do our best and keep it moving. So, like we were talking, like you just said there about adapting. How have you? Um, what's the biggest adapts and adaptations and stuff that you've had to do with your coaching? Oh, it's um. Well, we could do some face to face sessions like before COVID or like the mm. pre COVID or post COVID, the first lockdown. So we can do some face to face session, but none of it was contact. So by contact, I mean like pad work. Yeah. So it's a bit, obviously that is the main reason a lot of people want to do the boxing, they'll do the pad work, do pads with their friends, stuff like that. But we had to like adapt the session, make it more fitness-based, maybe more game-based or stuff like that to like kind of um, keep the interest going without the pad work. So yeah, we have to adapt mm-hmm. that way because a lot of the sessions are like, we have a quite good structure, nice warm-up, stuff like that, bit of fitness, pads, games, stuff like that. But then we had to completely change how we'd like run a session go back to drawing board and go again. And also, like I said, try and keep the number of in, like the interests up. And yeah. even during lockdown, that's really hard for You've a lot done of businesses. It, Same, yeah. you, were, you were going out to like the likes of Who and Grain and stuff, weren't you? Out to the football muggers doing the outreach work and 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 the young people, they were all engaging, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Like loads, like more and more every week. Mm-hmm. So, it was, yeah, it's just, like you said, having to adapt even with multi-sport and stuff like that. So it's all about, in these times, you can't, even in the future, I think it's probably we're going to use a lot of the stuff we've done now, even in the future, because of like like you said, I don't think a lot of it will change quickly. No, COVID no, wise, we've, still, we've still after. got some some schools that we're we're delivering for now, like uh, through the virtual sessions. We've been delivering for them since uh, since the first lockdown. Like, so even when we came out of lockdown and the schools started opening and we were actually allowed to go back into schools, they still didn't have us back in. They were mainly secondary schools. Um, they wouldn't have externals in. So we've been running virtuals. I can't see that changing for a long time. Not that, definitely not this year. I expect we'll be doing virtuals for the rest of this year, I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, but like you said, we've done it for, what, since the first lockdown now, for mm-hmm. months. So... Like I said, we're just adapting further with it, learning more about what, what people like, what they don't like, stuff like mm. that. And then we're going to mm. make the videos even better as we go on. And like I said, we, we've been doing something right because the numbers of virtuals we've been doing as opposed to first lockdown and this one have gone up. Yeah. So at yeah, least no. for me anyway, at least for the schools I've done anyway. Like, I don't know about talking about the other coaches, but by the sounds of it, they've got a lot more work virtual-wise as well. And even with the community virtual sessions, everyone's really enjoying them because we're delivering the free ones more and more every week. Yeah. A lot more advertisement. And yeah, it's just 
like you said, we've got to adapt and get through it all no, together. That's it. There's a, there is a drop-off, don't get me wrong, there's still the drop-off. Like some people just don't want to engage with virtual programmes. They're just, it's not their cup of tea as such. But there's still the, the I wouldn't even say it's the hardcore, it's just people have adapted, haven't they? People have adapted and they know that without without doing it online at the moment, they're not going to be able to do it. So they, they have to have to adapt. And um what else what else is there to do what else is there to do we're stuck at home exactly. now aren't we we're stuck at home now and if you if there's some fun sessions online to be done why not do them it's better than just sitting in front of that telly isn't it yeah exactly like you said um it's just what else is there to do like even even a strict that like you said we have our um like when we do our community sessions we have obviously our i'll say our regulars but i've seen a lot of new faces as well mm. and a lot of them said they enjoyed it because like, like I said, we do the morning ones and the evening ones. So we kind of cater for people who still at work during the day or mm. have the like after the drop-offs in the morning and stuff like that. So a bit of time to do the session. So we're kind of catering for a lot of different people in their different situations. But um, yeah, it's just, like you said, it's just a bit, some people just don't really get on with the Zoom. I've spoke to a couple of people about it and they just like, they find it hard training on their own and not someone with them doing it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a bit, it's, yeah, yeah. If someone's there with them on the Zoom, I would tell them what to do on the Zoom, but they'd rather be more like physical a bit, like with the boxing, yeah. like on the bag, on pads or yeah. something like that. And which is understandable because you've never done boxing before and shadow boxing, which is what a lot of us do in our sessions, like to get everyone working, get everyone warmed up, is 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 weird, if you know what I mean. If you haven't mm, done boxing yeah, before, it's no, a bit weird just punching yeah, me there. You, you want to hit a pad, you want to hit a bag, don't you? No, I understand yeah. that. Oh, sorry, Wayne. A lot of people are adapting though. A lot of people are doing it together and they're bringing their own pads and gloves and doing pads of each other. So I'll give that's them a combination right, yeah, no, I've, I've pads of each that. other. So, so yeah, that's a, lot, a, lot that's a good that thing. Now, that's so. what I've been explaining that to partners and people that have been um, like organisations that have been in contact asking us like, what do we deliver on the sessions and stuff like that. And I've said, well, for those that are blessed with uh, either a couple of people there and also equipment, they're, they're we, we do everything that's adaptable that if you've got the equipment then that's fantastic you can uh, you can carry on like you can do your own pads and stuff like that but if you haven't it's still able to we're still able you're still able to engage and join in exactly and a lot on the other end of it like without the boxing part of it a lot of people just do it for the fitness a lot of the fitness mm -hmm. we do a lot of like like with the boxing fitness i probably fed to say it's probably one of the hardest like you mean probably best like the most fittest in boxing like yeah why like one of the top sports to be fitting and the training we do like if i said being a boxing all of us like i've been trained by loads of people and been to different camps and stuff like that so i know a lot of different exercise training methods i don't obviously put people through it like bad yeah but yeah give them like a bit of a taster of what like how hard it can be and, and people yeah. love it they love the fitness side of it so rather a lot of people rather the fitness side opposed to the boxing side to it yeah, so it's obviously yeah. like two ends of the spectrum of it. So it's like some people prefer doing the pads, get a partner there, do some pads of them, really into it. And some people love the fitness side of it. So yeah, it's like, like I said, we deliver a lot opposed to just boxing as well. Just keeping mm. people fit and active. Yeah, no, that's right. It's just adapt that word comes back again, isn't it? It's adapting. And it's also, it's for the audience as well. We've got to know, like we've got quite a, uh, I wouldn't, we've got quite regular gangs, haven't we? Like in the, in the community sessions. And, yeah. and we've built a good community of people and, and and we we let them lead it sometimes don't we like what do you want to do today guys okay right let's, let's design the session around that then let's let's crack on so they have a bit of fun because it, it's more beneficial if they if they're 
if they're 100% committed into it, isn't it? And they're saying, right, well, this is what we like and this is what we dislike. And then if we we pro, um, design the programme around that, then uh, everyone's a winner and it keeps them engaged and having fun, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. So, like, sometimes I'd say, like, all right, at the end, we'll do some exercises or something like that. So I say, oh, what do you want to work today? You mainly want to work your core, upper body, legs, do some fitness, stuff like that. So we kind of like, we can base it around what they might, what they want, what their needs are, what their like yeah. exercise goals are. So for that day, they might have done training the day before one of our other coaches and worked a lot of legs. So I say, yeah. oh, if you've worked a lot of legs yesterday, I don't want to put you too much leg. We'll do a bit more core, a bit more upper body, stuff like that. So yeah, like you said, it's all about, it, it, even then, like come down, we'd be planning our sessions all we want, but even like you said, come down to like literally that moment as well. Like sometimes you have to change what you do on the spot because someone might have like some sort of injury or reoccurring injury. If they keep doing a certain exercise, it will hurt. So you have to change what you planned and just do something else as well. Like mm. even on the day, you, you never stick to a plan. Like you've got some sort of basis, but you never really stick to like that no, glued on so plan you've, got you've a made. Guideline, I mean, your session plan yeah. for your guidelines, but you, as a coach, you all, you've got to be ready to spin on that 50 pence piece and, and completely change a session to suit. Exactly, yeah. So you've got to just go on a day, really. <laughs> keep adapting, keep adapting. So what's exactly. the, um, what's the, what, what, have you been, what have you been hearing on the ground from our community, like the feedback you've been getting and stuff like that? Um. In terms of virtual sessions, a lot of them really enjoying it, engaging. They said they're like glad we're still here to be doing a session. Because a lot of them, even for like, like the, the same mental health, but even for like themselves, they want to just keep doing something, even if they're socialising with people. Through, yeah, like, some, through some the of sessions. them. A lot of it is socialising. Some of them live alone, don't they? So it's it's their own, yeah. or or a, or a single parent. So this is their only adult socialisation time. Sometimes. Exactly, because you can't just meet your mate for like down the shop or down the park anymore because it's just not like mm-hmm. that time, not, not not them times at the moment. So, like I said, like so even for people's mental health and like well being, it's just great we're commit we're doing these sessions just so people can even have a chat with other people, have a bit of a laugh, have some fun with each other. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, just keep yourself fixed. I think doing fitness is such a great stress reliever. Like after I go for a run, I feel like just so chilled. If you know what I mean, afterwards, it's just yeah. like it's weird. I describe it, but after you do some fitness, you just feel so relaxed, chilled. And then you just go again, but like it I said, regulates it, so... you, doesn't it? Regulates yeah, you, yeah, gets yeah. rid of all your, all your. I was talking about this this morning with someone actually. Like I've been out, like obviously I'm training for the Lands End of John O'Groats, but but going out riding every morning at the moment, it's like I I literally I've I find myself I find myself and I realised what he was doing. Like I, I found myself like having like little paddies while I was riding, and it it's not not paddies at what's going on. It's just getting rid of the stress that's in my head yeah i'm getting rid of it as i'm riding and then i come back in and i'm straight into the office i'm productive i'm getting on with things straight away but i've released everything that i need to release as in de-stressing it's that's what that's what exercise does for you doesn't it yeah like yeah that's exactly what it is like like you said you're also say like you said you're cycling every morning you're training you're getting ready for your um event and then like i said it gives you a routine in times that we Mm. haven't really got any routine or structure we don't know what's going on from one day to the next or one week to the next month to the next, do we? Yeah, being no, locked down no, one that's, month, that's, that's most next. important as well. It's because it's like without the routine, without routine, that's when your mind starts wandering, doesn't yeah. it? And, yeah, so you need to get you, some sort of routine. And you lose all determination for absolutely everything then. And it all goes, like it has to, you, you always have to have routine, don't you? I think that's what my thoughts yeah, are. Yeah, definitely, it. yeah. So have you been, day have out. you been able to keep up with your training at all? Any of your own training? 
Yeah, I've had, obviously I've had to keep myself nice. I like keeping myself nice fit anyway, first. And it's like I said, for my head, it just makes me feel less stressed, chilled. Like like you said, you've got a routine going. It's like mornings I go for a run at evening. I'm not really, I don't really care when I go for a run as long as I do one, if you know what I mean, kind yeah. of thing. That's why I've always yeah. been like, so I, I can't, Dad's always said it, like, I'm, I'm, I'm sometimes lazy, but then I kind of always do it in the end anyway, because I know it's the right thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. just get it done. So, yeah, like, I just, right. if, I, if I let myself fester around, I'll sit there, I'll get, like, all wound up, think, oh, I've got to go for my run. <laughs> like, well, let's go for it. But like. that's it, isn't it? And then once you've done it, you've enjoyed it. That's right. I get the same. Like a couple of weeks ago, I was finding it hard to get out on the bike, like because the weather was awful, wasn't it? Like real bad yeah, weather. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking, well, I've got to do it. I ain't got a choice. I've got to get out there. And you, like, you, you be putting all your your clothes on, getting ready to do it, and and you're arguing with yourself all the time. You're putting on yeah, salt. You're arguing with yourself. Why am I doing this? Thinking of what reason <laughs> will get you out of doing it, and then you just think, I've just got to do it. Like, and then as soon as you're off, like as soon as you're out the door and you've started, and it, like, and then when you finish, it's fantastic, isn't it? You think, bloody, why do why do I argue with myself? Why don't I just get on with this every day? Like, because it makes me feel so much better. Exactly, yes. Yeah. So it's just weird, though. Like, obviously, I've got like um, other things like getting set up during lockdown, wise because um, of the fire service and stuff. Mm. So obviously, I need to keep myself fit anyway. There, so I can't obviously be unfit. Yeah, that's right. But yeah. even like, obviously, I've been in the routine my whole life since I was like ten. With boxing, like, I've always yeah. been fit, always ran. Like, I've never really felt like how it's felt to be like genuine unfit. Like, there's, there's yeah. unfitness in the boxing ring, which you feel after a summer off or something like that. Yeah, like yeah. that's completely different to being like. Completely non-boxer, unfit, unfit yeah, no, kind of thing. Right. So, like, yeah, it's always just like even even now, I still think like what got what got what got me running back then was like my opponent who could be training right now, but now I'm I'm not competing anymore or at the moment. Um, as really an excuse, but like I said, it's just I've always done it. It's always mm. like a routine. I've, I've always been since like young age. It's just second nature to, to go do some fitness or run. Or I can't ever get up or. I'm just walking around in my house sometimes. Like, I'll go to the top of the stairs and do like 50 push ups and then jump around to my room. Like, yeah. It's weird. Like, around, you know what I mean? I wake <laughs> just up to and be morning, regulated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just like, just keep yourself like ready. You know what I mean? It's weird. Like, you just randomly do stuff. It's just not like, you don't even think about it. I just like sometimes I stand there, start shadow boxing when I'm doing my air or something like that. It's just weird what you do. That's it, you've done that's it since all boxers though, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, yeah. All boxers do that, don't they? You just be you just walk into a room and just say, <laughs> break out into shadow boxing. Like exactly. you're some kind of like, like, like you're dancing, and you think, oh yeah. I did to do that. There was no premonition for it. You just walked into a room and started throwing punches. Like, yeah, no, it's weird, isn't it? Like, just... ever, I think anyone that's ever been a boxer or involved in boxing has done that. Like it's just it, ridiculous there. I, forget, I, I can't I couldn't even count how many times I've been caught out doing that like and people just look at you and go what are you doing like exactly it's, it's like not even I've even thought about doing it I've just walked in and then <laughs> <and that, laughs> I've just broke into the shadow boxing and then you just walk off like nothing happened. yeah no that, that yeah like, it's just weird like it's just just random <laughs> don't even, you know what you're doing you just do it you just walk off like you don't, you don't even know you've done it like it's weird <laughs> I thought I was doing all the time. See people all the time. down the street and stuff, but but just break it out into shadow boxes. <laughs> it. So you're talking uh, about like what you just said there, like you're 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 um you you should hopefully be in the fire service soon, shouldn't you? Obviously, so, yeah. some coaching and stuff with us in in your time off, but you you've been trying to get your career going as a fireman, haven't you? Where whereabouts are you? Um, are you is it London Fire Service or Kent Fire Service? You 
you've applied to? Um, Kent, Kent Fire Service. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fantastic! So, uh, so you're at the last, you're at the last hurdle now, aren't you? So you just hopefully it won't be too much longer, and you'll be in there, won't you? Hope so. So I find out in March, mm. pretty much whether I'm like in or out. So it's yeah, it's been a long process. I applied like February very, last year, yeah, like getting locked down, so really long. Yeah, it's a very. But I used to be a bad time to like kind of prepare for it, if you know what I mean, as well, which is good because obviously I want to continue coaching as well because I don't think it's no secret a lot of firefighters have two jobs. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it because of the shift rotations. Shift rotations, shift patterns, isn't it? So, what training have you been having to do to prepare for the fire service? Um, so for my fitness and practical assessments, I've done back in October. See like, how long it's been, like October. Yeah, like, I've yeah. done that back in, so it's all been so long. Um, and that's nearly end as well like middle of it it's weird it's like yeah i done to prepare for that it's obviously done what i've always done just make sure i've been fit like like i said second age yeah, just go for just a run fitness there wasn't like nothing specifically that you it was work on or anything um i knew kind of because obviously i've spoke to other firefighters my <laughs> like people in the family no other firefighters so i um spoke to someone who done done it already and is already in the london fire service so it's the same sort of training and then there'll be a bleep test and you have to get to a certain level of it. So I practiced that timings of it and things like that. So I knew what I was doing being prepped for that. I knew there'd be some sort of strength you need. So I didn't know exactly what the drills would be, but I knew you need some sort of strength. So obviously I've always kept myself nice and strong, always press up sit-ups. I like doing body weight exercises. So, you know, you can lift your own body weight as opposed to obviously weights as well. But with your body weight exercise, I think there's probably more true gauge of strength if you know what I mean yeah, being able to bang yeah. up 50 push-ups opposed to 50 dumbbell curls yeah, what, but, was the, um, what was the tests and stuff the physical test so we started with basically there was 10 of us there like 10 in each group 10 all together you split into five so you're with you and four others them and four others you split into two so they work and they do some group exercise at the beginning and one of us do a bleep test we done the group exercise first like where you had to like do like a drill teamwork drill so obviously it's all about teamwork fire service yeah. so you have to like obviously see, see who takes initiative like see if they're listening most of all because a lot of like in like really like little instructions they give you in there you got to remember but sometimes yeah. it's really weird like you don't remember them but you got to try and remember like there was this there was this one exercise where we had to um there's these cards and we had to tap we couldn't go none of us could overlap in the in the, in the circle so there's a circle a load of cards in it only one can go in a circle at a time or overlap put an arm over it or anything at one time and if you tap the card that's one thing and you have it in order from lowest to highest and some resources and find the numbers but we don't we have three chances here and the first two times that labor notice it there's someone personally watching you and someone used two fingers to touch it some people overlap someone's too late to come out someone's too eager to go in the third time you have to do it and there's a time limit as well so it's obviously it's always about being rushing but they they keep saying at the beginning like take your time with it but you know you can't take your time with it because it's yeah. one of them jobs you can't take your time with yeah. so i think that's more of like a trick if anything if you do take your time but obviously yeah. i thought i'd get it done as quick as i possibly could anything i had to do there so that's one exercise obviously the bleep test a lot of people failed that i think three people out of ten failed it really what level did you have to be fair get? yeah only i think i say only but obviously i think it's eight point something high eight point something so i don't think it was really? it's high that's high yeah. But not a high, high, if you know what I mean. Like, I would yeah. expect to be higher. It's, like, but... it's average, isn't it? That's like an average. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not like an athlete kind of thing, is it? That's an average kind of thing. So, yeah, exactly. It's that, well, hard. you know it's what that would be, though, mate. Plus, but... you know, you can, exactly what that would be. There would be the people that haven't, that haven't trained for it. Head. No, not at all. Exactly what that and would just... be. If they failed that not by not me, not. Um, 
getting to eight points, and that is just saying, that is just general that they haven't been running. It just shows that not at all. It's it's just basic running, really. That's all it is. Like, mm. I can't, obviously, I'm saying it like it's easy or whatever. But it, if it is, if you want a job enough or you a job like that, you need right, to yeah, make well, sure you know, you're in the basic fitness. You've got to be fit to be a fireman. You've got to be fit, so you've got to yeah, exactly you know you've got fit, fit, strong, determined, even like even determination wise. Let's keep going. You know what I mean? Just so, so that's what that's what they look for in it. So um. Also, like, like I said, three people out of the 10 didn't even pass the first stage. If you don't pass the first stage, you failed. But you can stay there just in case you apply again in the future. But a couple yeah. did, but one went. But like I said, like, brutal as it is, it makes it easier for me to take people straight out of it, if you know what I mean. Like, it gives me more of an opportunity and they're more noticeable. And obviously, there was like an exercise where you have to climb up a ladder right to the top. You have to like ladder lock on it. So I know if you've got a like, leg lock on the ladder, lean back, both arms out, look over your shoulder and read a number on the floor. So obviously if you're scared of heights, listen to the instructions. You have to, way you climb up the ladder, there's a certain technique to it. So like, obviously they watch all that. There's okay. a dragger, I think there's a 50 kg like body thing, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to drag that like in a square around a certain point within a certain time. There was like um, this drill where you had to, within all your fire, you're, you're, you're in all your fire gear here, like they give you everything to wear. Like you have to wear everything. Mm. So there was another one where you used to crawl through like this confined space in and out in a certain time. When you get to the bottom, at the end, they put a blindfold over your mask. So you can't see anything. You kind of remember where you're going, through, feel it out, but you've got to be quick. Like to basically like see like you've been in smoke, so you can't see nothing. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm assuming. And um, then there was like this, um, I'm saying some like sort of fitness drill at the end, a bit of lifting stuff and all that. And yeah, just fitness wise, I think I, I smashed it all, obviously, because I got through to the last stage, but. Yeah, I thought, I, I thought I'd done really well. Like, it is, yeah, it was quite a lot. To, uh, that's interesting. Not many yeah. people know what it takes to be a fireman. So, yeah, there was quite a lot. Might have a boxing coach fireman on the team. So. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully. You should know what, what fire extinguisher to use. Eh? <laughs> well, you don't <laughs> say anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff, mate. Well, now best of luck to you with it. And, Thank um, you. I'm pretty sure you're, you're now lit, mate. You, you're, you're good at all that sort of stuff, aren't you? Um, what what have you learned as a coach in the last 12 months? What's been your biggest take as a coach in the last 12 months through all of this? What have you learned? Uh, you've got to keep your sessions engaging week in, week out. Main, the main thing I've taken, otherwise people do lose interest or they feel like they're doing the same things and stuff like that. They'll get bored, like even especially with kids, even when we're doing the face-to-face sessions. And when I first started, like you've got to make sure everything's different, doing different games for the kids, for the adults, learning different combinations, different fitness stuff, make sure you're working each muscle group, stuff like that, so it keeps them engaged, like you said, because some people, it's about what they want to do at the end of the day, not necessarily what you want them to do, because obviously they're, you're the one, they're the ones doing the sessions. So you've got to make sure you keep them engaged and keep them engaged. And also while making sure, especially with like the school programme ones, make sure they're still learning the combinations, the shots you want them to learn and things like that, so then they can deliver their own, deliver, deliver their own combinations and like sessions with each other in the end. Yeah, oh, and also, like you said, you want, to, you, you want to get them involved in boxing overall, don't you? You want to try and get them in a boxing gym, like, yeah, especially the younger right, ones, yeah. and then trying to inspire them. No, good stuff, mate. No, excellent. So, what's your 2021 goals then? We'll finish off with that. Obviously, you're going to be wanting to get in the fire service. Is there any other big goals that you've been aiming towards for this year? Yeah, that's the main one the fire service. Uh, and also, with work, with, with coaching ourselves, just keep doing what we're doing, hopefully, try and get more sessions drive more sessions for schools, community, and hopefully take off where we started, yeah. take off where I started. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, kind of thing when we go face-to-face. People have asked me, said, what's your, 
what's your goals for Olympia boxing this year? And it is just, it's very simple. It's just to return to what just to return to what we was pre-pandemic. Like if we can, yeah, we can return so to that, simple, we know, then we can build on there. I actually think with what, what's sitting in low, like with what we can't what we can't deliver at the moment, and all our new programs, we're probably we're probably probably got more on than what we what we um what we we finished with. Um, I don't know, maybe not so much, but that's if everyone came back at the same time, obviously. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We've got we've got quite a lot, we've got a lot sitting in uh, sitting in the locker waiting to start again, and we've got a lot of new programs keep coming in, which is good. We're just we're like, at the moment we're trying to develop our um, fit and fed, see how we can deliver that online, which yeah. we're working towards at the moment, which um, hopefully it'd be good because it'd be good to. To, to be able to offer that as usual in the February half term. So fingers crossed, Hopefully, mate. Yeah. Coming. But no, brilliant, mate. It was good to catch up with you. And uh, no doubt um, we'll have you back on soon enough. And best of luck with the fire service. Fingers crossed you're getting that. And then uh, we'll have a, a boxing coach fireman on the team. And um, we can keep <laughs> doing good work, mate. So uh, fantastic to you coming on. Cheers, buddy. Good to catch up. All right, mate. Thank you very much. All right, mate. See you soon. See you later. So there we go. So great to catch up with Coach Joe. Um, Good to see that he's been adapting and best of luck to him in the fire service. Um, But it's good to know that we still have Joe on our team to deliver for the community because he loves his coaching. So then, guys, so next week we're going to catch up with Coach Rob and then that's all of our coaches that we've caught up, had a little catch up with. Uh, Rob's got some exciting news. He's he's uh, just uh, turning professional as a boxer. So we'll have a good chat about his now journey, where he's moving on. He's training out of, uh, training under Adam Martin out of Adam Booth's gym up there. So he's mixing in with a lot of the... Good boxers in the southeast, um, some real big names, which is good. So it'll only further his development even further. So yeah, we'll catch up with him and talk about some coaching. He now delivers our boxing for Parkinson's program. So uh, yeah, we'll have a good catch up with him. Um, so guys, yeah, we've got some after that. We've got some good guests lined up. We've got some good boxers lined up. So we're going to have a um, good few interviews. We're always looking for more more guests to bring on so please if you're if you'd like to come on the podcast and tell your story then just drop us in line and then we can always get you on and always looking for more people to have chat with and spread the love so if you can do us the on up guys as usual just please share this podcast rate it and review it um this will help us reach a far wider audience which is what we all want we want to spread the love Okay then guys, so enjoy yourself. We'll catch up next week. Take care.